Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We caught up with Darren Collins today. He's the CFO at Bald Eagle Gold Corp. Uh, a new entrant onto the TSX. They are hunting for gold down in Nevada. And Darren tells us about the process that they've been through to this point uh, and some of the catalysts which we can expect to see going forward. So if you want our thoughts and opinions on that conversation, do join us on cruxinvestor.com forward slash club, where you can also find detailed company reports and analysis. Uh, there are commentaries from experts from around the world on a variety of companies and commodities, including gold. We've got training courses to help you with your diligence process. And we've done summaries of all the interviews that we've done just to save you some time because we know you're busy. And if you want to join a thriving community of investors sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other in a nice, friendly and safe environment, free from judgment, trolling and abuse, uh, you can join them at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. Darren, how are you, sir? Very well, thank you. And yourself? Magnificent, magnificent. Well, thank you for joining us. Where are you joining us from? Actually joining from uh, from this side of the pond, currently in, in Latin America, heading back north when the world sorts itself out a little bit, but uh, in the beautiful uh, the beautiful uh, continent of Latin America right now. Fantastic. Where, whereabouts? What are you doing? I, I'm like it. I'm jealous. What, what, where, where are you, where <laughs> well, you hiding out? Of, uh, of Colombia specifically, and um, just a little background, my business partners and I uh, started a company down here um, that we financed with, you know, over $100 million, Chiron Life Science, built it into a preeminent company in Latin America. And, you know, this has been, uh, this has been home base for the last, uh, the last year or so. Oh, very nice, very nice. And what, what, what was Chiron? What, what did uh, that do? Chiron, so actually, um, our core roots, um, my business partners and I, although We'll talk about Bald Eagle here in a moment. Is um, you know a company that's been a you know a culmination of relationships over over decades, and you know our core activity has been historically in resources. But when the resource market took a bit of uh, a hiatus for a number of years, as we're uh, we're all aware, we actually started a medical cannabis company in the country of Colombia. It was the very first company to uh, receive licenses to cultivate. Uh, we've built that into a preeminent Latin American cannabis company across multiple jurisdictions, raised over $100 million for it, brought it to a peak market cap of a half billion dollars. So that's where you know my activity started in this part of the world. And as the world sorts itself out, this is, uh, this is home base for the time being. Okay. T- tell me you got out at the right time. That's all I want to hear. That was, a, that was a ride. That was a heck of a ride. Those cannabis companies. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right. Okay. You're right. We're here to talk about um, Bald Eagle Gold. Um, new, you guys went public what last Wednesday? That's correct, sir. Yes, we did. And right. We, you know, since then we've traded about 1.8 million shares. So we're building in the volume. We're trading at about issues. So fair to say, based on the track record of our team and you know our confidence in working with one another, we see uh, we see a lot of room to grow here as we we develop out the assets we have and then add additional assets into the portfolio. Fantastic. Looking forward to hearing about it. Um, right. Why, why don't you kick off, give us a one-minute overview of what the company is or what you want it to be, and then I'll pick it up with some questions from there. Excellent. So what the company is, a group of business professionals that have worked together over, again, decades. We've raised billions of dollars collectively for resource projects internationally, so both North America, uh, Latin America, you know, Africa. So we've we've been an active group of partners and we all know each other very well and bring together this company. We looked at the landscape of 
where we believe the opportunities are going to be in a market context and look at the current economic environment and the amount of stimulus coming in, infrastructure, massive infrastructure spending being planned, again, referring to the U.S. here, and say that there is a very strong thesis that we're going to have significant amount of inflation come into the system and no better place to position within that context than exposure to gold and, and precious metals, broadly speaking, as well as other metals have, have done here well here as well. So it's about positioning to where we believe that the market is going. And that's what we're doing with, with Bald Eagle, with the core solid team that's worked together in place. The idea is, is that we're evaluating assets, selecting assets and transacting on assets that have had some degree of historical work done. We're interested in you know projects that are quasi-brownfield and really reinterpreting the historic work that's been done, coming up with a geologic model and then ultimately advancing that project with a technical plan in order to deliver results to stakeholders and in this case specifically shareholders in the context of of this discussion so it's again reevaluating data coming up with the geologic model and then testing that model where we have a high degree of confidence in being able to generate positive results for the market okay precious metal market's fallen off the last 3 months or so 4 months or so one could argue um it's difficult time to come to market i mean did you consider delaying it or is it a case of let's just get on with it, it will recover? Is your thesis sound? Well, on the basis of the capital we raised as part of the, the go public process, there was definitely support for, for the concept of this company and for, for our team, broadly speaking. We've made a lot of money for investors in the past. We've been involved with companies that have you know generated upwards of billion dollar market caps. So really, we have a lot of confidence in, in our core investment group that has supported us on this this company. Markets ebb and flow. Uh, nothing goes straight up in a, in a linear fashion, but we look at things on the basis of an overall economic thesis and positioning within, within industries that we believe align with that. So although, you know, resources and gold, you know, has been a little bit soft here for, uh, for the last number of months, we certainly envision that trend, uh, that trend reversing as you look at um, events transpiring. For instance, the U.S. government proposing, you know, three trillion dollars worth of infrastructure spending, uh, the you know one point nine trillion dollars worth of you know COVID uh, relief that was just uh, just put through. So we see this amount of this amount of capital essentially being injected into the system, and believe that's going to result in a significant inflationary environment. You're seeing you're seeing a lot of major financial news outlets pointing to you know this very much being. Uh, very much being on the horizon. So, you know, we're not necessarily positioning for today. We're positioning for, you know, tomorrow, a month from now, a year from now, where we believe this is a great place to be. Okay, so that's the thesis. Um, if I look at your track record, you've got um, UNX, uh, Energy, Oil and Gas, IC, Potash, I've got Namaste Technologies, I've got Current Life Sciences, obviously Cannabis. I'm not seeing much mining or gold on there. So tell me about the team. I want to know the thesis is one thing, being able to identify and develop projects is another. So t tell me about you, what's your background? So my background personally, and I can talk about some other team members as well in our experience, specifically within resources. My background is a capital markets professional. I have approximately 15 years of experience. I started with a group in Toronto called Quest Capital that is currently Sprott Resource Lending 
Corp, one of the you know preeminent financial groups in the resource sector globally, and really cultivated relationships when I commenced my my career at that uh, that firm. Again, doing corporate finance work and have you know advanced those relationships across you know multiple projects, financings, M and A transactions. Etc. I also actually, as I mentioned, to uh, did a uh, stint in the UK. I worked for a mid-market investment bank there. Uh, again, doing resource work, and uh, thereafter came back to uh, to this side of the pond and became engaged in a number of entrepreneurial initiatives. Some of the companies you've outlined that you know investors did particularly well on. Um, my other business partners on the financial side, Sydney Himmel, who actually has a very strong technical background as well, over many years of working in the resource space. Just a wonderful individual. I trust, I respect him. He is dedicated. He is focused. He is intelligent, and you know, really a great, um, great part of our our team as as CEO and president. Uh, again, I've worked with him for 15 years, so really the extent of of my career. Uh, also, uh, we have Mark Smethurst, who is our senior geologist, is really a very a very uh, hands on geologist in the context of you know coming on to a property, looking at the, you know, work that's historically been done, you know, putting together geologic models, specifically on epithermal projects is his area of expertise, and then advancing those concepts. The last company was involved with on, you know, really the basis of his work and fundamental value creation went from 10 cents a share to 80 cents a share. And, you know, when he had, uh, you know, moved on from from that company and was looking for a group to join. You know, he really likes the asset that we have in Nevada. He's very excited about it and very happy to uh, align with a group with, you know, our financial capabilities and, and background. So that really lines lines up the core, uh, the core executive team. Um, our technical consultants, we have a great group of people there. They're advising us on you know, the exploration and development programs, the, you know, the geophysics, they've built mines, they've operated mines. So really a core group of, you know, technical people that we're working with that have a significant amount of, of experience to augment the, you know, financial and capital markets background that, that we bring to the table. In addition, our board of directors, Marc-Andre Lavoie has just, um, you know, just successfully raised over the number of years, $100 million as a director for uh, for BlackRock Metals. That is a iron ore project in the province of Quebec, Canada. That is a strategic project for the Quebec government. And they're in the process of raising the construction, financing upwards of a billion dollars. So a lot of experience at the board level in terms of taking project from concept through to now construction financing as a private company, nonetheless, they've done it all private. Uh, Peter Simeon is a highly experienced securities lawyer, uh, is, you know, absolute pleasure to work with, very well connected in, in capital markets and an expert on, you know, M&A transactions, corporate finance, corporate governance, done a lot of work in the resource uh, resource space over the course of his career. And then the other uh, board members, Ray Harari from, you know, very prominent Latin American family investor entrepreneur. Right. Okay. Thanks for that. How much money did you raise recently? We're two and a half at 12 cents with a half warrant at 20 as part of the go public process. And before that, how much did you guys put into the company? Uh, we had before that a three and a half million dollar round into uh, into the private. Um, that was at uh, at 25 cents. So the weighted average value of our float here, 40% of the capital structure is, is float. The other 60% is locked up. But the value of that float is approximately on a weighted average basis, about 15 cents. Right. Okay. So tell me, with that amount of capital, how do you, another exploration startup, 
business stand out from the crowd? So tell me, I'm interested in the, the business plan that you are trying to put together and the strategy for delivering that. Well, we are a junior exploration and development company. So suffice it to say, there will be additional capital required. There's, there's no secret there. But with the capital that we have on hand, and with what we anticipate being some excellent results out of our work that we're doing here in Nevada, uh, we get ourselves through some pretty significant milestones here. So that'll, you know, in our, our mind, create value as we're bringing in additional assets to the corporation, given our transactional backgrounds collectively across the team, that we feel will propel our liquidity and ultimately our share price um, to a level where when we have to take additional capital, we'll be opportune about that. But we'll obviously look at to do at levels that are that are higher right now. So we're financed through some some pretty substantial initial milestones here. Well, let's let's talk about that. You, you've identified Nevada. Your assets called Hot Springs, as I understand it. So, um, what do you already know before you went uh, public? And what are we? What are we? What do we need to know about the way that you're going to develop that asset out or continue to explore that asset? So I'll talk about the asset, um, the asset first, and then. I'll talk about the programs and, and news flow as it relates to that asset. So uh, we are in the Hot Springs mountain range, which is directly west of the Osgood mountain range. The Osgood mountain range hosting Turquoise Ridge Mine, which is a joint venture between Barrican and Newmont, two of the leading mining companies in, in the world. The mountain ranges are very similar in geologic age and composition. And, you know, really... We have a significant number of fractures across the property and are using geophysics to correlate to sulfides in the fractures, predominantly pyrite and calcopyrite. We also, in the, um, in the historic work done in our sampling from surface, have a significant, um, significant amount of um, you know, what we believe is, is mineralization that we're, we're targeting here, again, correlating to the geophysics, and we're, we're testing those structures here with the drill program. There's also a significant amount of arsenic and mercury that we're, we're picking up on the samples, which is generally a great indication that there's an epithermal system um, present within, um, within the property boundaries. And that's really what we're, we're looking to, to build out here is that, that geologic theory that, you know, there's a large epithermal system that is, you know, economic for, for production ultimately. There's a number of other epithermal style deposits within the vicinity of the project. So we have a high degree of confidence that we could have something substantial here. The property's never been drilled below 200 meters. So the historic work that's been done gives us a great guide in addition to the geophysics where we're using the geophysics to tie in the deep structures with the historic work that's been done at surface and layering ourselves in to, uh, to the deeper part of the project by you know, testing those structures with the drill. So that's, uh, that's kind of the high level on the, the property, but it's right in the right zip code, intersection of two major gold trends, right on the doorstep again of the world's leading miners. So we're in, we're in the right neighborhood. Like, like who? So who's, who's nearby? Uh, so again, Barrick, Newmont, they have a joint venture in the Osgood, you know, the Osgood Mountain Range. Um, you know, the two leading gold companies in the world, Hecla Mining is, is right near us. So those are really preeminent, preeminent mining companies that are all within approximately 50 miles of us. Right. Okay. So talk to me. So do you spend what money you have now and focus on one single asset, raise some more money, see where you get to? I mean, how, how do you go? How do you go about your finance guy? Right. You've heard these junior mining stories come into you lots of times, and you know some of them make it, some of them don't. How do you optimize your ability to make it to not just be another also round? 
Well, it's risk management, capital management, and positioning of uh, positioning of the assets. So just in terms of what we have coming up on this asset, we have uh, four drill holes completed. We're completing a fifth and a sixth. And then, you know, that news will be out in the next uh, next several months or less. And then we have another program on another 12 holes that we're, we're planning this year. So good news flow there. Again, financed through those milestones. You know, one of the big differentiators as well on this project is we're partnered with a multi-billion dollar family. Uh, I won't name the name, but this is an extremely, extremely well-connected, well-financed company or, you know, family. They're bigger than many companies, multi-billion dollar family. And they have a geologic expertise and, you know, a particular interest in, in gold right now. So we partnered with them, the original holders of the asset that, you know, secured this through their relationships and are very excited about this as well. So we're at the table with, you know, uh, excellent partner and, you know, really working with them. And I think that's, you know, that's a differentiator here as well. The um, so, other so aspect- is, is, it, is it a secret who they are or is that public knowledge? It's not public knowledge. They prefer to keep someone private, but they are a multi-billion dollar US family. They've, you know, not given us the permission to disclose, so we'll respect that. But, you know, fair to say that, they are uh, they are very well known across uh, across industries. Okay, okay, fine. So, so, so talk to me about this this news flow coming out because that, that's important. At some point, you know, you're going to have to come back into market. So, what are you expecting to have to tell the market to be able to retain their interest to build a raise capital going forward? It can't just be on the back well, it's, of a precious it's, metal market, right? Well, certainly having a, having a market developed doesn't help or doesn't uh, doesn't hurt. Pardon me. But you know, really, what we're we're looking to show with these drill results is that we have an epithermal system present within the property, and really, again, advancing that that geologic thesis. With you know, what we're looking for is good grade, good continuity. We have that in the historic results, where there's you know even bonanza grade, so greater than 31 grams per ton. Troy ounces, 31 grams per ton, um, per ton of rock, and they. Um, the results will really will really look to substantiate the historic work that's been done as well as our thesis at, at depth that you know that's really where the the bulk of this deposit lays so that's what we'll be looking to advance with the the news flow that we have coming here so tell me about this historic stuff you mentioned the historic data a few times now and um that's obviously giving you confidence encouraged you to go with this asset so what exactly did it tell you well, it told us that um, that there's the very high potential for an epithermal deposit here. Looking at the you know historic assays, you know the composition of of the rock, the you know fact that epithermal deposits will generally have you know anon anonymous um, gold, and you know sometimes encounter grade in the shallow parts of the project, so less than than 200 meters, and that's everything that we're seeing here out of the historic results, including some bonanza grade intercepts, even at surface these. These um, these structures have breached surface and disseminated gold across the property, where you know historically prospectors have been you know getting nuggets up to to nine ounces gold uh, right at surface. So all the indications are there that there's a significant system within this property that's been been untapped. A lot of the work was you know done back in the 80s and 90s. Really, before a lot of the geologic models that we're applying today were were fully developed and understood. So we're taking the historic work and the indications from that historic work, drilling, et cetera, and you know, really rethinking that in a modern context. And that's where we believe that we we deliver significant value, you know, led by Mark 
and you know the technical consultants that we have where again mark uh, mark's very excited about the project and you know is there's a direct analog to the work that he's previously done so we're, we're aligned across you know across the team on on that strategy and vision right so let's be clear about what you're what we're getting into here this i'm looking at these sort of um the grades they're sort of at the lower end the odd high grade component but um mostly kind of a bulk type place is that what we're looking at here is it sort of typical of your nevada type gold project well, so the property has potential for two styles of mineralization, epithermal style as well as carlin. Uh, the predominant difference being that, you know, carlin is generally lower grade bulk ton and epithermal is generally lower tonnage and, and higher grade. So the initial, uh, the initial work that we've done on the project and looking at the historic data and certainly what we're seeing in, in the geophysics and, you know, the, the rock that we're pulling out here is, you know, leaning towards the epithermal style model. Uh, where, you know, again, lower ton and, and much higher grade generally found at, at depth. So that's that's really what we're targeting. We're targeting grade here um, on the gold. Okay. Talk to me about how much money you put into this thing. How, how much do you believe in this? Um, myself, I am, uh, I'm probably about a couple hundred thousand dollars invested into this, which, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars for me is, is real money. Other members of the management team, Sid Himmel's in for about a half million dollars into this. So we're we're real money. Um, you know, we're not working for our, our salaries here. We're working for our equity and the vision that this company is going to be much more in share price and, and market cap as we advance our, our business development and, and exploration plan. So we are uh, we are very much um, you know aligned with investors on that basis, holding um, holding over twenty five percent of the company amongst uh, amongst the insiders. Okay. Okay. That, that's that's interesting. Um, so when you say you you say you're aligned, all, all CEOs go, we we are aligned on this thing. So it's it's a meaningful amount of money for you. I get that. Um, but you're also a finance guy. You you and Sydney are both finance guys, right? You you understand how this this game is played. So how do you manage this going forward in terms of your your capital structure, share allocation, dilution, all of those wonderful things that you know you're You've got to take care of. Um, you confident about your ability to manage that? Well, we certainly, if you know, past performance is an indication of future performance, then you know, definitively, the answer is yes. Um, you know, the previous companies that we've been involved with, we've created significant market cap. Um, you know, we've raised significant number amounts of capital in the last five years. Uh, myself personally, I've been involved in probably $250 million worth of financings as a board member, executive and advisor. Uh, I've created at, you know, peak market cap about $1.6 billion worth of market capitalization over the last five years. Again, peak market cap. So we're very experienced in building liquidity, price appreciation, and ultimately, you know, financing, whether it's, you know, private placements to get companies going, like what we did on the, the initial offering here as part of the Go Public or you know leading into marketed deals bought deals with with investment banks where we have relationships not only with the institutional and retail investors but with um you know the market makers the investment banks trading desks salespeople, uh investment bankers research analysts whereas we're advancing this company it's not like we're making new relationships we're you know bringing in the relationships that we've established over many many years people that know us people that trust us people that have made money with us 
and really leveraging those relationships to create value for, for this company from a capital markets and, and financial perspective. So it's a really a matter of, you know, positioning and completing what you have in terms of capital today and what you've represented to investors, both with what you have and what you plan to have executing on a business strategy and, you know, building the confidence of those investors on a new venture where that capital um, where that capital has come from and where those relationships have been solidified historically across multiple corporations. Where did you find the asset? Where, where did Hot Springs come from? Hot Springs came from, uh, again, a very long-term um, business relationship of, uh, of Sydney. Um, he worked on the, the sales desk with the gentleman at TD Securities. Uh, they had raised significant amounts of capital for, you know, even the likes of Barrick when Barrick Gold was first getting started in Nevada going back to the 80s. Uh, they were part of the financings for that, and, you know, obviously kept in touch, have a good relationship, share ideas. And this asset came to us through uh, through that individual. So, you know, an individual that we've known for, for many, many years, that we had a high degree of confidence in his relationships and professionalism that made the introduction to the, uh, the family in the U.S. And then, you know, the family, obviously, due diligence, our background, looked at who we are, what our track record is, what our expertise is. And you know, came to the conclusion that this is a group that we can partner with on advancing this asset. Okay, what was that partnership look like? Uh, so we fulfilled uh, we fulfilled the initial part of the partnership. Uh, we spent approximately a million Canadian dollars to earn in for fifty percent of the asset. That money went to the ground, not to people's pockets, which is very important. We look at the capital that we have is you know, and elements of course of you know mine the market but you know mine the ground at the same time so you know putting that money on the joint venture into into the ground to generate results to to share with the market and then you know working with you know individuals such as yourself to you know really communicate what the milestones are going to be and you know what the structure is and and the like and you know ultimately look to have that culminate in price appreciation and, and liquidity you know the market. Um, the market will, um, you know, in my opinion, come back here. And you know, as as capital is being spent and results being produced, um, you know, I believe that the market will recognize that value more so than it has in in the near term okay. or in the you know the recent past. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and just back on that question of, of focus and and attention as to where you spend your capital. Are you looking at other assets? What, what are your avenues to find other assets when you're in the position to do something about it? So one of the great things about this team is we have, again, relationships globally. We, we talked about the, the sourcing of, uh, of our initial asset here, which we're very excited about. But we have really relationships spanning the globe and in the Americas from, you know, the top of Alaska down to the bottom of Argentina. I mentioned I'm in, in Latin America right now. So a lot of relationships down here, but we're really focused on, you know, where the eagle flies, if you would. So, um, you know, North America is certainly uh, certainly a spot where we see a lot of potential. We are looking at assets in jurisdictions that, again, have the geologic prospectivity. The metals have to be there in order for it to be exciting, but also areas where you can operate. You can have, you know, a reasonable assurance around the permitting process, the environmental, um, the drill, uh, the drill permits, ability to, you know, ultimately construct and monetize, um, monetize on these, these resources. So it's a combination of geologic prospectivity as well as, you know, ease of operation. The Fraser Institute came out with an excellent report on that. Nevada was actually the number one jurisdiction. But when we look down that list, we're really using that to guide 
us in terms of what we want to add into the company going forward. We're obviously focused on precious metals, gold, but you know, if something in silver came up, that would be you know particularly interesting as well, given um, given kind of the market dynamics on silver, you know, its applications as an energy metal. Um, so that's really what we're we're focused on. We're focused on good partners and good jurisdictions with you know quality assets, with there's you know historic results. You know, we're focused on grade. We want to see good grade opportunities. We believe that the market really spawns to to grade at this this point in the cycle. So that's that's really what's guiding us. And you know, again, making making great progress in that respect on a number of assets under review here. Okay. Where you know, we've looked at uh, you know, since since this company's uh, you know, the concept of this company and, you know, the advancement of this concept has uh, has come to, you know, fruition. We've looked at, you know, probably 40 or 50 assets, if not more. So we really have a pipeline of people that show us opportunities. And, you know, we do a good deep dive, both financially in terms of budget and then, um, you know, ultimately prospectivity and the operating uh, operating needs within the jurisdiction. But, but, how, but how do you, again, it comes back to differentiation because, Everyone says that. I hear that every week from lots of people. But I want to know how you're you're coming at it. What's 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 your brand? Um, you know, what's your sort of stamp of a of approval on a project look like? You know, because you, you you've got to work towards a kind of so what moment, which is we're explorers. We may be developers. We're probably not miners, and that's fine. But we're going to build value through that process. But how do you, how do you, what would you say to the market and say, right, we're different because we come at it with a very unique view and the so what moment is, is what? So the so what moment and, you know, really, again, the differentiator, repeating myself a little bit, not to be a broken record, but it's, it's really the team and the track record. It's the fact that we've done it before. We'll do it again. We've created a lot of value for shareholders in the market. So our team is, our team is a differentiator. And then, the approach that we're taking across, you know, the relationships and the broad, the broad um, review of assets and opportunities that we're seeing is is definitively a, a differentiator, and that really comes from relationships that have been established, and then again, you know, with the technical expertise to really find assets that you know haven't been loved the way that they should, assets that you know had great valuations in previous cycles. So really applying a model that is holistic that I don't believe a lot of other miners that simply have a have a project that they're they're advancing in one respect to the other, really that they have the breadth scope of expertise and relationships to do that. There's certainly groups that that do. That's not a secret. There's you know some really great professionals in the mining industry, but there's certainly a lot of groups out there that are you know happy to meander along and poke holes as as uh, you know they see fit and you know become stranded in the eyes of of the capital markets and investors. And really, our expertise is um, is quite contrary to that. Where you know we we have the track record, we have the expertise, and we are bringing it to fruition. And you got ambition by the sounds of it. We have ambition. Um, you know, we we like to make money, and we like to have our investors make money. And you know, ultimately, uh, ultimately, we're we're driven in that respect. You know, call us all workaholics, or you know, passionate, um, passionate, focused individuals that love what we do every day. Every day, working in uh, you know, capital markets and building companies, it's it's a gift. Um, I love my job. I love my career. I you know, I literally love the people that I work with. I've known them for for many many years, and we're partners. And we're we're in it through the thick, the thin, 
uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly were were aligned, and you know we've been through uh, we've been through a lot together, and you know we will continue to do so. So it's very much an aligned team that we know each other well, we know our skill sets, we know our you know we know our strengths, our weaknesses, everything like that. So we're we're a team. Beautiful, Darren. Appreciate you coming in. New story. I think this is the newest story. You're one of the newest stories you've spoken to. I like that. Um, I'm intrigued to see how you get on. Um, I'm intrigued by the uh, news flow that you're talking about. Stay in touch. Pick up the phone. I'd be delighted to take your call. Excellent. Appreciate it. And we will, uh, you know, we will follow the uh, the adage that we've always we've always had is, you know, tell people what uh, what you're going to do and then go do it. So I look forward to coming back to you and, and saying. Hey, here's what we said we were going to do, and here's what we've done. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to CruxCast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.